Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa Show. Well, welcome back everybody. How are you today, Lisa? Fine, how about you? I am doing just dandy fine. Thank you so much for asking. I hope our listeners are doing just as well. Yes. Now, we are one of my most favorite parts of the Mass. It's the homily. The homily, yeah. which I get to do every now and again. Yeah. You know, some people have accused me of being fire and brimstone and Really? Other people have said I'm not fire and brimstone. Really? So, what is exactly yes. fire and brimstone? Mean? I guess like just fired like, up? Or I, I guess it depends on your definition. I don't know what the definition is. I don't know, but what I can tell you is that the homily is like the pride of place, okay, above all other forms of Christian instruction. Okay, so in other words, you know, we do Bible studies, we do all of this stuff, but the homily is actually like one of the premier ways, okay. Uh, that we are catechized. Did nice. you know that, Lisa? I did. I did only because we learned this a few years ago when we were preparing for the retreat. Right. And so only deacons, priests, or bishops, right, should read the gospel and give a homily. Right. So I was just talking to Monsignor Barrett, uh, and he said the Pope just came out and said that homily should be no more than eight minutes long. Okay. But I've also heard five minutes. What is kind of your tolerance for... I could uh, go for eight minutes. You could go for... But any more than that, do you start well, checking out? Well, it depends. Like Father Mike Schmitz is longer, <laughs> like 20 minutes, but he can keep my attention, whereas maybe somebody else who goes 20 minutes may not. So... Why, are you, why are you looking at me, Lisa? <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> well, Just kidding. No, I enjoy your homilies. I like to um, hear you homilize. We can't all be Father Mike Schmitz, Lisa. Well, everybody has their own style. You have your own style. I definitely have my own style. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, like, mean, I like your homily style. Yeah, and I'm better looking than Father Mike Schmitz, too. So <laughs> okay. Why are you laughing, Lisa? <laughs> so, look, since the earliest days, she can't stop laughing, folks. I don't, know, I don't understand what was so funny about that. Yeah, there was nothing funny. Wow. Sorry. So, since the, there, there used to be a time where I was better looking than okay. Father Mike Schmitz, but those days have anyway so since the early days of the christian liturgy we regress the word of god has been explained via the homily okay yes. which means explanation oh okay yeah this is all rooted in the ancient jewish custom okay so uh do you ever struggle with listening to the homily sometimes and and yes and if so why um, well, I really like when um, you're very good at it as far as like winding in stories, right? Because I think that's much more relatable. But if somebody is talking about the history of things, then I tend to unfortunately tune out. Well, I think Monsignor does like uh, he does a little bit of history. He but keeps it's... he can keep my he keeps my attention though. Yeah, I, I like him. He yeah. it's not too much right 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 it's actually just a, enough to give you some background which is what you should do yes and so the homilies typically they want you to kind of tie together you know what's going on in all of the different readings mm -hmm. which i very rarely will tie all three readings and the responsorial oh i don't yes together. i think it's very rare for somebody to do the responsorial i have heard it before but i think father tom does it quite okay. often he'll okay. he'll tie them all together okay and it's and, and you can do it, but sometimes it's just like kind of cursory. Okay, let me, mm. let me, oh, let me do it to do it. Here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but like my senior this past weekend, he focused solely on the gospel, and we should always, okay. I think, say something on the gospel. Uh, on the gospel. Right. Well, yeah. that's yeah. Right. That makes sense. It kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I think people can get distracted, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe they don't understand the priest. Yes, that could be an obstacle. Sure. So what do you? What should they do in that case? 
Um, well, when that happens to me, I go and listen to um, some online homilies. That wasn't the answer I was hoping for. Oh, but said. let me tell you. So in Portugal, we didn't understand the priest homily. No, so we didn't. So I used that for prayer time, and it was quite um, enjoyable prayer time. Right. But, yeah. but maybe God is wanting you to listen just a little bit more attentively. Okay. To hear how he's wanting to speak to you. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I think part of what, uh, when we do our homilies, is we're supposed to understand, okay, well, what's going on in the community? Okay. You know, like, what are the current events of the day or in okay. our parish? And how do the gospel readings relate to that? Okay. And so all of that should be kind of considered when you're putting together the homily. Did you know that? I did not. Right. So the needs and the concerns... Of the community. Of the community... Should be addressed. Should be addressed and considered when ah, doing the homily. Okay. How about that? So you've, you've learned something. Yeah, I didn't here. see that in the notes. Right. So so we would agree that the uh, um, the Word of God is inspired, right? So um, uh, we're called to do the same thing, right? To have mm -hmm. the readings meet us where we are today. Right. Does that ever happen to you? Sure. There's sometimes, um, I'll, you know, I think I might have talked about this before, that, uh, you know, I'll hear a reading and something pops out at me for the first time or something new so yeah and i think we have to be looking for that yeah yeah I, I think if you are coming prepared and you are open to listening right then god will will meet you inside of yeah the i do that um like when uh you or the priest raises the gospel um the, yeah the gospel before you read it or proclaim mm -hmm. it i right. um usually will like say like speak lord so, you know that kind of thing. But I probably should do that before the first reading. Like, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I think that we have to recognize that um, here at the very end of, or near the end of the Liturgy of the Word, um, that this is a very beautiful um, opportunity for uh, Jesus to speak to us. Yes, it's one of the ways that we encounter him in Mass. Absolutely. Well, Lisa, I think we have covered kind of the, the basics of the homily. Okay, good. Nothing earth-shattering. Okay. Other than try and listen. Yes. Try to focus when your mind wanders. Because even the most, what you might perceive as the most boring homilist ever, Jesus is still speaking through True. that person. There's still content there right. to be received okay. and brought into our daily yeah, lives. Yeah, that's, that's good advice. But if we cop an attitude... Then we're going to get shut down. Yeah, like, oh, no, it's that priest. Right. Yeah, and, I can't be doing that. And we're going to, any, any priest in particular you'd like to tell me about? Well, Just Father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob, Deacon Dave. Oh, my See you next time. Bye.